Welcome to the Breaking Health Podcast, a series of discussions with the most disruptive CEOs and leaders in digital health. Hey everyone, Tom Salemi here. Welcome back. This is the first Breaking Health Podcast of 2018. So I'm still able to say, I hope you had a great stretch of holidays and Happy New Year. We're taking a bit of a break from the podcast. We're taking a few weeks to refill our podcast reservoir, so to speak. We've got Steve Krupa locked away in a tiny studio, interviewing some of the sharpest minds in healthcare. And we'll be rolling out those interviews in the coming weeks. So please do stay tuned. But we didn't want to let this week pass, of course, because it is the week of the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference, the Super Bowl of healthcare. Not only is the conference itself taking place in San Francisco, but there are so many sub-conferences and uh, cocktail parties and indi- individual meetings that go on this week. So there's a lot going on, a lot of discussion, a lot of sharing ideas, and we wanted to get a report from the front line. So both of our co-chairs, Robert Mittendorf, and Bill Gary, of course, were at J.P. Morgan taking those meetings. And Bill Gary was uh, able to uh, take some time to share some of his insights from those conversations. We talked a bit about uh, the state of digital health, the uh, impact that new investors will have on digital health, what an entrepreneur raising money, uh, how they might view this new money coming into the sector, what it means for them. And also, uh, who was Bill meeting with? at the uh, in, uh, along the streets and in the hotels and the hotel corridors and stairwells and every other place they would have rented out for meetings. Who was he meeting with and what were those meetings about uh, in relation to newcomers to healthcare? What kind of uh, companies was he meeting with? So Bill uh, was generous with his time. We, we tried to keep it short and tight, and I hope you'll appreciate that. There'll be a lot of uh, themes that I suspect we'll be exploring at our Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit, which is happening on October 11th in Boston. We've set that date, so it'll be on October 11th. Please uh, set aside that date so you can join us at the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. Now let's hear from Bill Gary, co-chair of the Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit and partner and co-founder of Flare Capital Partners. Well, Bill Gary, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Tom. It's great uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me again. Now, you are still on the ground in San Francisco, correct? I am indeed. So I'm going to give you some fresh observations about <laughs> uh, the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference 2018. And if your voice cracks a bit, uh, that's that's a testament to the, 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 the level of connecting you did this entire week. A lot of talking going on, I'm sure. I, I am slightly losing my voice right about now, so I think the timing of this podcast is perfect. Perfect. Great. Well, let's get into it. I mean, healthcare obviously has been talked about this entire year with the new administration coming in, uh, so much uncertainty, so much change. What? Uh, how did that uh, present at J.P. Morgan this week? Yeah, I, I think uh, it's so front and center. Healthcare and healthcare tech and digital health is is just top of mind, uh, not just in the national debate, but on the global stage, and certainly for all of us as individual consumers. And I think the sum of all that is a requirement. Uh, for driving, you know, the very kind of change and partnering and enterprise and consumer adoption that is necessary for for the digital health and health tech industry to to take off, to succeed, and you know, prove prove its value proposition. And so, 
you know, for me, if I could sum it up, I would say that there's, there's really heightened enthusiasm for the role of health technology and digital health, but, but there's equal trepidation about, about the ever rising expectations of enterprise and consumer adoption, definitely. I got that, and, and I was I'm back here in Boston. I didn't go this year, but I followed the Twitter feed and, and things people posted. And let's just center on the on the trepidation of it because it's something we've talked about. The the whole is digital health dead uh, uh, essay that we talked about last year. Um, did what is what is driving that trepidation? Is it just a fear that things are overvalued? Is it a fear that adoption isn't where it needs to be? What was uh, what are people mostly concerned about? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's two sides of the of the of the same coin. The positive side is that these are massive industry problems uh, affecting uh, you know the largest segment of our economy. Never mind, never mind each of our own uh, you know personal savings accounts and checkbooks. Uh, so massive industry problem that requires the the unified support of life sciences, med device, payer, hospital systems and employers, as well as all of us as individuals, uh, in order to have successful change. At the same time, there is a lot of capital flowing into the health tech and digital health segment, and it's coming from all sorts of places, experienced investors, uh, for sure, you know, customers who are also partners, but also tech investors who are, who are new to healthcare. Uh, and the financing rounds are getting bigger, the valuations are going up, the time between financing rounds is lengthening, you know, for these for these companies, and I think there's some good there, giving solutions providers, you know, more time to prove prove their solution and and get customer traction. But as valuations continue to rise, you know, that equates to rising exit expectations, and and those are no doubt inflated today by comparison to not just a few years ago, but 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 inflated today uh, by you know comparison to to what's likely achievable certainly in the near term in the near term so i think it's it's troublesome for sure but the market opportunity and resulting cost savings and new revenue opportunities warrant the enthusiasm o- over time and so so for me i think the balance there is is the next 12 to 24 months so 2018 and 2019 uh i i think is is a really important inflection point for for digital health and the health tech industry and so Despite the influx of capital, including from new investors who are less experienced in the space, uh, I, I, I do think that that the opportunity is as big as it has ever been, and because it's so front and center, uh, otherwise, you know, siloed healthcare segments uh, are coming together to solve big problems, to lower the cost of care, to lower drug pricing, you know, to prove uh, their their ROI and deliver on it and to engage consumers like never before. And so when that finally happens, um, I, I, I think the industry will, will, will clearly come of age and, and, and go, to it, go to its next level. And I think that's gonna happen in the next 12 to 24 months. But, but front-ending that is a lot of new capital uh, where, where, um, where the reality of, of, uh, of, of, that, um, of that value proposition is kind of already priced in. Yeah. So how does, I mean, the new capital is great. Having dollars coming into the sector is obviously better than the alternative. And if I'm a, 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 an entrepreneur out there trying to raise money or hoping to raise money, I, I want to hear that. But at the same time, I'm hearing you and others, you know, say that there, there may be capital coming in that 
isn't uh, isn't necessarily, and you didn't. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but but money isn't being committed, perhaps as intelligently as you can. We we um, have seen some uh, some blips and some hiccups uh, in terms of the exits. I saw the Practice Fusion acquisition got a lot of talk on Twitter. Uh, the fact that it was sold for far less than it had raised in VC. So it seems like there is concern that maybe there that people are saying out loud there's too much money going in the sector. And we hear that, we hear whispers of that, but those whispers are getting louder and, and louder. How do you think that plays out in, in 2018? Well, I, I think that most of today's health tech and digital health solutions are really evolutionary point products. They're not they're not revolutionary breakthrough companies that are solving, you know, broad enterprise needs across the industry or solving the needs of consumers. Most of the companies are more narrow point products and more narrow point products, that shakeout needs to happen. And and while that shakeout is happening, I do believe over the next 12 to 24 months, revolutionary breakthrough companies will will also will also come come to the forefront and and the breadth of their solutions will be recognized. And so, so, uh, so I think it's harder for inexperienced investors or tech, that is tech investors that are, you know, kind of doing a bit of a, uh, a drive-by through, through the healthcare segment or large tech companies that see a big opportunity and maybe don't quite know how to, how to play in it yet. Um, uh, those, those point product solutions is where the shakeout will happen. Uh, and in parallel with that happening, I do believe revolutionary breakthrough products are going to start are going to start to become become more clear. And so, so you know, people may have thought uh, that that um, that an easy to use uh, electronic medical records solutions provider that was kind of you know focused on on the, the small and medium size you know provider market. Uh, maybe people thought that was a breakthrough a breakthrough company. I'm referring, of course, to Practice Fusion. But the reality, the, the reality is um, that's a really hard market to crack. It was an easy-to-use product, but became a, bit of, became a bit of a Me Too, a bit of an also-ran in the EMR uh, industry, uh, and, and quite frankly couldn't compete with the larger, the larger companies, and so ends up getting acquired you know, by, one of, by one of those larger companies for, for you know, a, disappointing, a disappointing outcome. And, and, and I think the challenge as an investor – uh, an experienced investor in the space, never mind a new entrant, uh, a big tech company, uh, or all the other siloed you know partners, is in fact to focus on where the big opportunities are, where the groundbreaking opportunities are for revolutionary new companies, not for you know minorly improved uh, you know next gen uh, products. So, and we heard a great deal about consolidation that could be happening. There's obviously tax dollars that could be flowing in from overseas, given the new rate now. And and another theme that I continue to hear about that uh, that you know healthcare uh, um, delivery systems may be consolidating even more. It seems like bigger will be better going forward. How do how does that play into your um, perspective as a, as a VC when you hear consolidation M and A? That's obviously one of the outcomes you'd like to see. Are you anticipating uh, a, uh, a, a roll-up of sorts or, or companies like in your portfolio or other portfolios being acquired at a, at a faster pace in 2018? Yes. There's no question that M&A, and act, M&A activity will, will further increase over, over 2018 and 2019. 
I, I think that the investment themes which which continue to profoundly resonate, Tom, are the following. Uh, number one, an accelerated shift to value-based care and outcomes-based business models. Uh, number two, the consumerization of healthcare. Uh, number three, related kind of payment reform and the continued financial responsibility, increased financial responsibility of the consumer for you know his or her uh, healthcare and the healthcare dollars that, that we all continue to contribute in an increased way um, uh, as the share of those dollars and that burden continues to fall on the consumer. Uh, number three, complex care solutions to address the needs of high-risk populations. And, and, and in the end, the business models for these companies can't just be more of the same, which is to say more fee-for-service business, more cost-plus business. They have to be business models where the companies are taking the financial and clinical risk for the populations that they serve. And, and that's the way cost will be lowered in the healthcare system. Uh, that's the way the ROI will really, will really be compelling. A lot of those solutions, maybe number five or six, uh, are driven by kind of intelligent analytics that identify and drive, and drive those, new, those new areas. And there's clearly needed infrastructure to enable these new these new products and services, and and a consequence of all that will be improving the access to timely and appropriate care uh, for for individuals, and 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 those are the critical themes that will drive you know big new companies, not just uh, you know not just uh, kind of evolutionary products. Mm-hmm. And how about the uh, the other exit path for you folks? Any talks about IPOs? What we'll be seeing? In 2018, uh, I, I I have no doubt. I mean, it, it, as you well know, the number of IPOs has certainly been small, uh, and 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 I'm certain uh, that that that'll increase uh, in 2018 and, and 2019. Uh, all one of the things that that's just so clear, I think, coming from this J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference, is is that uh, life science companies, med device companies, at-risk providers, payers. And consumers are all aligned now. They're all thinking similarly. Uh, for many of those enterprises, it's not, you know, digital health is not just a kind of an experiment uh, in a Petri dish. It's not just a checklist item that a senior exec, you know, wants to show that they're doing something. Uh, the enterprises are coming together. They understand uh, the ROI that's involved. They understand that, you know, the years of kind of increasing investment uh, and and are joining with the consumer uh, to solve to solve big big problems and 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 for me that's the profound learning uh, from this from this J P Morgan and and you know healthcare is an industry that's relentlessly incremental and so it it takes time and it takes new tech companies and new tech entrepreneurs and founders who don't have familiarity with healthcare combined with you know the expertise of those in the industry to not only see the opportunity for big companies but to really execute on it together and so partnering is key so it's not just M&A activity it's not just IPO activity it it's it's the frequency of meaningful business development partnerships and i think that's a precursor to increased M&A activity that's a precursor to IPO activity and and so if if you or others were to go back and track meaningful biz dev partnerships, I think that's going to accelerate dramatically in 2018 and 19. 
and and that'll bode well for for M and A activity and big enduring companies to be built. Great. And uh, and final question because I don't want to tax your voice anymore. We're we're hearing obviously we've heard and we continue to hear of of new players coming into healthcare, Amazon, whatnot. Uh, I'm curious if you had any meetings with any companies that you would not have met with at a previous J.P. Morgan, and if so, can you tell us who they are or what they do? Yeah, and I think it's less about uh, the companies that we haven't met with before. It's more about how meaningful those meetings are today. And and uh, we all welcome, it's, it's necessary uh, that big tech companies continue their focus on, on, on the health tech space uh, and the healthcare space, and of course that includes Apple and Google and Amazon and others. Uh, it's necessary. It's not sufficient, but it's necessary. And, and so those meetings have become substantially more meaningful. Uh, they're more focused. Uh, again, it's not just an experiment where people are dabbling in healthcare, but they recognize how important the industry is and how the timing uh, is just so critical to bring together uh, you know, all the different si- previously siloed healthcare enterprises with the consumer and and that's when meaningful meaningful change and meaningful companies will be will be built and so so I think it's the quality of those discussions uh, that's that that took a measurable um, uh, tick up uh, this year you know for us at JP Morgan. Excellent. Well, thank you for uh, for the report from the uh, from the front lines of uh, of JP Morgan and, and safe travels home to Boston. Thanks so much, Tom. Really, again, appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Bill Geary, thanks so much for taking a few minutes from your busy week to share your insights and observations from the week that is the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference. It's great to uh, hear some frontline reports from this uh, very, very busy week. Thank you, Breaking Health Podcast listeners, for returning and for your patience. As I said, we'll be getting out new podcasts to you very shortly. We also ask you to set aside October 11th. That is the date of this year's Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. I suspect we'll be exploring some or many of these themes at that conference. So don't forget, join us on October 11th in Boston, my hometown.